All right. Showtime. Hello, John. Oh. Uh, hey, Brian. Do you want to do a show? Yeah. Or do you want to stay on your phone and tag? It drives me nuts when you do that. Why are you always on your phone? Dude, uh, I'm trying to figure out who else, who more important than you is trying to get a hold of me. All right, I'm off my phone, bro, Seth. Come on, dude. You'll be back on it. Yeah, you, you got it right in front of you. You're actually staring. You set it down and you can't stop looking at it. You're looking at it right now. I'm looking to see the time. Yeah, the time that someone texted you. Oh, cripes. This is Hollywood Anonymous. Right, I'm Brian Irwin. I'm John Huck. Turning the phone over. Turning it over. That means nothing. Dude, it means I ain't touching it, y'all. Do you do you have a situation in your house where you have to put it away sometimes? What do you mean? In order to be social, do you have to put the phone away? No, Lock I would up. like to like, have a drawer. I would like to Nicole in? to put her phone down sometimes. Ah, that's what happens when somebody knows a producer. Well, I know. Never it's, stop producing. No, Producers no. Produce. Unless she's producing a bunch of games of Candy Crush <laughs> while we try to watch TV. I can't do that. I can't like play on my phone and watch a show that needs your full attention, and she does. Candy Crush is a joke that I've heard a lot about. Women are always playing Candy Crush, but it's, guess what? It seems like a lot of women play Candy Crush. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's a joke, really. Can we can we, can we, we lower the tunes? Why don't you lower your headphone volume? I don't know what you're upset about. I'm not upset. Why are you so I just, upset? I just I think it went, on, it went on you. for too long. Uh, we, <laughs> it's called filler. First up, though, we do. I know we've been talking. First up. Yeah, first up. I know we've been talking a lot about sports mm-hmm. lately, and it's all, it's all been fun and games. But what I'm seeing here is a first place trophy. Yeah, you are. Beyond the Bell. Yep, it was. It was after 2015 the Bell. East Regional Tournament. That's right. Elementary Boys slash co-ed football. Yep. So elementary co-ed football. Mm-hmm. Why does it say boys slash co-ed? Well, because there's a few girls that actually play. But So it's and, co-ed um, football. It is, but not really. Why there's very. Slash? I'm talking about like four total girls out of 224 teams. Okay, still co-ed. Girls are welcome. First place. To Let's just get back to the first place. First part. place. First place. You, my boys. You, your sons. Yep. I coach my boys into first your place. Your sons, Taylor and uh, <laughs> Leavenworth. <laughs> and uh, yeah, first place, man. Two hundred twenty-four teams started. We ended up being in first place. We go to the final four of LAUSD. LAUSD just in football alone has probably got about eight hundred teams that play. So we're down to the final four. So we're in the east part of Los Angeles, adjacent okay. Hollywood, adjacent. So you have, have to, your, you have to play. The, you have to have win to, that side. Yeah, we're going to Marina Del Rey on Saturday. We're going to play West and North and South. Wow! Together, final you play how many games in a day? Just now, just two, these two. So obviously, two. two each teams there's split them into twos, and then the, the two winners play each other for the all the bag of nickels. Well, for the East Side. No, no, no. We already. Oh, won, you already, already won, won the East. Side. Oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. We won gotcha. the East Side. Okay, so there's you're a little bit of blood there. this weekend. There's some blood. You, and it's flag football, right? Somebody went to the hospital. It's who, flag. Yeah. Who went to the hospital? Was, was it kid, you? Two kids did you fall down. Two, <laughs> yeah, I did. Two kids ran into each other. One kid's uh, mouth went into another kid's face. Oh yeah, with his teeth out, like yes. yep. <laughs> credit yep. to his head. So we, uh, we <laughs> like so an what, apple. <laughs> yeah, there was a uh, 20 minute delay, and a kid, it was. I saw it when they pulled it off. It was nice. <laughs> was slice. he stuck? Did he stick to it? No, 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 no. There wasn't teeth oh, in his face. Shit. But no, it's uh, but he had to go to the hospital. It happens, man. Even in flag football, oh. it's not that intense. No, it can't be there. It's just kids just not looking and yeah. Just, but ah. which is which actually can be intense, I guess. They can crack their skull open on the playground. But I spend so much time in my life, unfortunately, around children, and you'd be surprised how much how many I mean, kids avoid tragedy 
ninety nine point nine percent of yeah, the time. Yeah, by like so, by like a millisecond uh, or a, all the or time. an inch, it's like we would the things that they're missing. We would be dead time and time again as adults. The same. Well, things yeah, but are. also if we were doing those things, like why are you under the table hitting your head on the corner of the table repeatedly? You're an adult. Stop doing that. Speaking of playing sports, I taunted my oldest son Tanner uh, two weeks ago. Oh. And uh, we forgive me if we've already Tonight talked about this. Tonight on a very this, special. <laughs> I told him, I'm like, I'm going to show you how a grown man plays football. And I took off and immediately popped and, and uh, tore my uh, oh. um, my calf muscle. I thought oh. I had tore my Achilles tendon. Oh. So I fell in a weird way and just dropped to the ground and started swearing, which he found hilarious. He ran and hid. And I thought he was, he was upset that I hurt myself. He was actually he was just laughing. Laugh, but he didn't want to laugh in my face because I was in so much pain. Hey, at least good for him for knowing the diff- like knowing he shouldn't laugh in your face because that's that's when you're like, kid, I'll wring your neck. Like I can see you getting real upset with that, but but at the same time, it is kind of funny. Well, you you were trying to show him who was boss. Yeah, and I, so I, I Google what I did to myself, and it's so funny when it's, you actually it just go, says old moron. That's dad. what it did. It said <laughs> these types of injuries usually happen when sedentary people decide to make. Momentary quick, quick movements. movements. <laughs> and I was like, well, that pretty much describes exactly what happened. Tanner, I just got off the my lazy boy from watching 15 hours of football. <laughs> exactly I'm going to show you how to run down the... Oh, my God, my legs. Uh, you know, it was that moment I realized um, I, 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 I now know what my kids see me as. Like, I was yeah, still trying pops. to prove to him... Grandpa Bones. I was still in a little bit of denial. Like, I'm the cool <laughs> dad. Like, I'm younger. I'm the cool I'm, dad. I can, I can do sports with you guys. Like, now totally. he's like, no, no, you cannot. I can do sports with you guys. Stand on the sideline, dad, and hold the clipboard. Wow, <laughs> ah, that's all you're good for. You, that and getting angry at things. That's pretty much now I know. I well, failed. Well, congratulations failed to the... Uh, 2015 East Regional Tournament <laughs> Elementary Boys slash Coed Football Team, coached by Brian. Did you have any help, Brian? Anyone you want to give any to your staff? Any of your other coaches? You want to say thank you? No, no, it's all me. Okay, great. This me. has been a fun banquet of <laughs> selfishness. There's a pregnant lady named Martha who helps me. Thank you, Martha. Does she's she, having a baby. She bake cookies for the kids. No, she does not. She's not that kind of time. She's Martha, having babies. get on the cookies. Jesus, she's having babies and watching other people's babies. All right, that's a lot of babies. We crushed it. Oh, ta-da! And also, uh, just quickly, because I don't—I'm too nervous to dwell on it. But the Chicago Cubs did beat the Cardinals, and they advanced to the NLCS. Mm-hmm. And they're playing the Mets, and they're down two games. And Game Three is tonight at Sol- uh, Wrigley Field. Now, you and I didn't Sol- talk about this, and I don't want. This is why, because I, I could tell even through your text how worked up you are, depending on the length of time that it takes between you to getting back to me, and then they later the picture of Taco Bell. So, <laughs> the I, I, I know the trajectory of what happened, um, but. <laughs> One of the things, and you cannot change this about professional sports. I can't. But unfortunately, I think the only disadvantage the Cubs have because of their age was that the Mets got to play the first two games at home. And I, and I do think that that did have an impact. I think this, this series would be a little bit different right now if the Cubs had left that last series and the first two games based on record, which they had a better record, but that's just not how it works anymore And because the Mets won their division. I think that if it had been played at home, you'd be looking at something a little bit different. You're just saying at least a little it would bit be one to one. I think. Well, I just think they would have had a better shot. I just think that they fell flat because they went into that intense environment, which a lot of teams would still feel that, even though they just and the, but they beat their largest nemesis, which was the Cardinals. So there was a lot of factors. But my going f- my fear is that they're like, well, we did it, and it's like. You still got to keep going, guys. That's what they're. That's what they learned being down 0-2. Now, if they come back, that's going to be amazing. Oh, if they don't, back, well, they're going to win gonna some be, games. It's going to be four in a row. That, they, I think, they, they, you know, listen, they could do it. Anybody can do it. I can do it. Let's do it. But yeah, anyway. So I knew that. Uh, All right. Yeah. So I'm walking. We don't want to talk too much about it because it's. Uh, do we want to talk I'm, about I'm the nervous. Taco Bell problem? 
Because that, that was, was it. That was my last run to Taco folks, Bell for if any, a while. If, and if anybody, well, yeah, because you probably still have some in the refrigerator. I think <laughs> no, you yeah, actually I keep it around. I don't. I eat it all. The I, same I don't think. Too. I think you actually said, "Can I get a truck of?" Because I mm-hmm. think you were actually carrying a truck in your hand. No, it was. It was just a, a small cargo trailer. It, was, it wasn't even thirty three dollars. It was only. It was only $25 worth, and uh, I'd like look to point out face. that Eddie gets some stuff, and that my buddy Tim no, got that, some that stuff. that was your bag. That bag had most bag? of my stuff okay. in it, yes. I just want to confirm. And for those of you who think that, why are they talking about this on the show, you can actually see that photograph on Instagram. Yeah, you can go to Eddie Pence's Instagram, my Instagram, or Facebook, the pictures of the Taco Bell. Can't erase it, just so you know. But I would like to point out both times that uh, Nicole was out of town, and I didn't know, I don't know how to behave when she leaves town, and so instead Is she of, your stopper? Well, she's the person who goes... Kibosher? She, no, she's the person who says, hey, maybe maybe you just don't need all that food. And I look at her like, what? But I want it. <laughs> she's like, yeah, but maybe then we can get something later. And then by later, I'm asleep. And she knows that. So, uh-huh. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, no, I, I went to the doctor. I'm bordering on obesity. I'm bordering on diabetes. I got a... Is that what they said? Oh, yeah, man. I got, I'm a big fat mess. So I started going back to the gym and I'm getting my knee looked at and I'm trying to... Your knee has nothing to do with your diabetes. It has something to do with me not g- gaining 11 pounds in like two and a half, three weeks. You want to use my, uh, I got some old man stuff. Maybe I put a brace on there. I got two braces. I got, yeah. Wear, you know what? But you, know, you wear shorts a lot. Wear braces. I mean, uh, with, with shorts. Because then people see that you're hurt. They'll take care of you. They'll make you feel better about yourself. And that in, in turn helps you feel better inside and you won't eat your pain. Mm, does it? No. Uh, okay. But it's not a good one. I said it. It's it? kind of, but you're not really <laughs> a, a doctor or anything. Uh, all right, episode twenty nine. Twenty nine. We're getting there, and we have. Oh yes, he's looked up. And that's our, our that's guest. one of the pictures of the Taco Bell. Uh, our guest today uh, for part two of his descent into Hollywood, Hayes Hargrove. Previously everybody. on Hayes Hargrove. This is how it ended last time. You were like, and then I got divorced. And I went, all right, oh, man, I got to go I pick up go my kids. kids. So um, <laughs> thank you so Brian, much for Brian's coming like, well, in. I'm still married. My wife gets pissed if I leave the kids at practice, so I got to go. Like, it was the um, worst ending of all the shows you had. You're like, literally like, things were not working out in my relationship. And uh-huh, uh-huh. Can you just, can you just wrap anything up? Anyway? I get it. You had Tanner's 2015 <laughs> East Regional Tournament. Uh, beyond the, You didn't mention Beyond the Bell. It's a ty- the trophy says Beyond but the Bell. But what does that even mean? I don't know what that means. That's after School the program. school bell, bro. Oh, beyond the bell. the bell. We don't right play now. football during school hours. <laughs> no, we learn, not. motherfuckers. Oh, no, not no. They'll sue you if you play That's during school tough. hours. Somebody breaks They'll their sue arm. The parents oh. will sue. So what happens if someone breaks? Kids their arm? aren't even allowed to play on the uh, um, uh, apparatuses, is what the kids call them now, which is a weird name for them. But the uh, jungle, jungle, gyms. Apparatus, yeah. jungle gyms. apparatus. Yeah. Jungle liabilities. Yep. They Everything's can't play on the. Now. I'm so I glad I'm not question. a kid right now. Was this trophy just sitting here, or did you creep out and go over to his kids? No, no, I oh, put it there to taunt you guys. Oh, I right, wanted right. to make sure it was acknowledged. Did you said to taunt us? Well, to acknowledge. I wanted to make sure it was acknowledged. Hayes is like, man, I never won the Beyond the Bell <laughs> boys slash co-ed now, Hayes, flag what, football. What about, what, how correct was I on the picture of John with Taco Bell? That bag is... Oh, it's amazing. You look like you have uh, Jardia in your eye. Right, I yeah. Uh, I don't really know what Jardia is, but I feel it's like when you drink, it It's like. when you drink out of what we think is a clean river, and you're drinking beaver piss and shit, it, yeah. and then you get like an like a infection in your stomach, and you poop a lot. That's actually it. Yeah. yeah. I went Just to school. in his eye? I went to school in northern Wisconsin. I was like, so you got Jardia a like, No, but people were oh, like, okay. do not drink out of that river. Well, first off, I who's drinking Giardia. out of the rivers? When you go camping in northern no, Wisconsin? No. Even then, who's ah. drinking out of rivers? Beavers. Beavers, apparently. Well, beavers. And John And and peeping and pooping, um, but uh, no, I um, 
What was that? Oh yeah. It's so a no. fresh start. But it's I make a fresh start. I make that I, I make that face. Like I'm not that I'm hammered, sure, because I got that much Taco Bell. It's not like a sober move. But yeah, I was a, but I, I know cross my eyes like that when Eddie takes my picture. Uh, if you saw it, it said VIP life. So sure, you don't get that get unless you're no, a VIP. Yeah, yeah. So of oh, course right, you've never right, seen right, a bag right. like that. What do you get, like three tacos at a time? Here's your plastic sack, what, sir. Ask him if he even goes there. I was going to say, I haven't had Taco Bell in <laughs> several years. Oh my God, really? I just care about myself too much. <laughs> to well, deprive yourself of the greatest food ever? I don't and, understand. And then get your doctor's report back that you just followed that, sto- that story oh, up with? Oh, that dog's from also for all the beer. It's from, you know, there's a lot of factors there. I don't think Taco Bell is the lone thing causing me to be a fat ass. No, you're right. John's got borderline diabetes, so he ran for the border. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Cut point. Um, okay, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, sorry. Um, I thought I kicked you. Uh, diabetes. Oh, yeah. Um <laughs> That's your. It's okay. Let's just go back to something else. Oh, what was I going to say about my diabetes? Well, you don't have it yet. Not yet. It's you, you're already or, claiming it. Why? First off, I'm the doctor obese, says you though. could get it. You don't I'm claim it. I'm borderline obese. You look the best you've ever looked, though, don't you? Uh, you no, know, like, I'm, I'm I don't super understand. Fat right now. Okay. First off, how? That's what they classify as obese now. Yeah, I've seen a few people in America. I don't think that. Uh, well, okay. When you do it like that. Well, you do know that when you get over... Hey, everybody, it's me, stomach. You you do know when you get over 40, when you sit down, your body just starts spreading out a lot more. Yeah, dude, dude, look, I have uncle body. I have no problem with it, really, except for the health implications. The bags of Taco Bell you bought are bigger than your stomach. I just want to point that out. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) right, because I also poop some of it out. (laughs) It doesn't stay in there forever. Oh, it doesn't? I mean, I don't know if you know the human body It comes out real clean. (laughs) Oh, real clean. It's clear. My poop is clear. That's what uh, Beyond the Clear, that's what that documentary is about. Oh, hey, is, this, is this true? I heard a dirty rumor that Taco Bell is going to start serving actual, like they're getting an alcohol license to go ahead and serve I you alcohol. I read that somewhere. The problem is, yeah. if you read it on the internet, it's hard to believe what is true anymore. Well, like, there's no, there's, one, there's one. There are some that are owned independently, and they can, they they can, can do apply that? for a liquor license, depending on where they are, and they are going to do it. And they are. There's one serving beer right now, I think. There is, okay. Also, who gives it? I mean, no one's going, like, I mean, you want to go to Taco Bell and grab a beer? No, you go to Taco Bell after you've grabbed 90 beers at another bar. No yeah, but depending on that. where it is, I could see that. Being I just a see very... the drunk driving thing being like if if you can sue the guy catering your, you know, if you had like a fancy party and you had a caterer there, or I mean a bartender, and then you leave my house and they served you too much and you get a DUI, you know, you're the homeowner is like I can be liable for you know, uh, or the bartender could be, I guess, maybe both of us could be. That's for, ridiculous. For serving though. you too much. So, I mean, we're talking Taco Bell, PepsiCo, right? So, mm-hmm. when, when they just be getting sued left and right mm-hmm. of like... Well, they probably don't serve it in the drive-in. You know what I well, mean? Yeah, you have yeah. to go in. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to really? believe they're not actually yeah. handing you a... Right, so you have to go in. Well, and there's there's no difference in, in going into an Applebee's and having... A, you know, they pro- first of all, they, they probably don't let you have more than two. At, like, I went to the TGI... Last time I was in a TGI Fridays, I, I met somebody at a bar. It was the TGI Fridays bar in, like... Naperville, Illinois. Yeah. I sat down. I had two beers. My friend got there. I tried to order a third beer. The guy goes, uh, you've had your limit. I go, what? He's like, yeah, we only give you yeah. two. I'm like, well, this place is a shithole. I hope it burns to the ground. We were and trained, I though. I, that was my first LA job. Did we talk about that? Like TGI Fridays? Fridays? I don't think we did. Yeah, no. that was my first gig here. And so you After know you, being that landlord? was always the rule? After being a I landlord? I mean, there was... Is uh, it a rule or is it a, a preference? Well, there was like alcohol responsibility training or something along those lines. And, you know... Yeah, well. The people that drink there should have to take that, not the people that work there. What do you got to be responsible about? Don't spill. That was a tough job because it was over in uh, Marina Del Rey, which sounds wonderful, but everyone that's who where would... They, that's where the Final Four is for me. Uh, 
beyond the, beyond the bell. Yeah. So you guys can have a big so meal. About, so, so tell me more Tomorrow about Marina Del Rey. Films. <laughs> yes, Ryan will be visiting there with his team. <laughs> Maybe we'll go to the Applebee's or the, uh, what is, I'm sorry, not oh, Applebee's. It's go, the, no, it's gone now. It's gone. Okay. They shut it down when I was there because uh, we had to have business two, plans sucked. Yeah. A. And and B that so did the Jack everything became Jack Daniels by the way did you notice that like one year they yes. just everything was like oh yes. I don't know what how that deal it's Jack Daniels ribs yeah Jack They're Daniels like, pork Maybe. so Marina Del Rey what's your take on it's an interesting area yeah it's a weird area in terms of getting tips at that place what was okay so that was there besides the flagship store in Times Square or wherever it is oh. Um Another reason not to like it. <laughs> exactly. Is, uh, yeah, that was their second store. And so they didn't want to shut it down, but they had to get, they had a whole policy where they would basically pay you up to, I can't remember what they called it, but it was like you, you made so little on tips there that they would like pay you a little bit just to get you up to minimum wage, like to keep it legal. Wow. <laughs> wow. Because it was just, people would show up. It was like a, what it was, it was like, People that didn't even live in Marina Del Rey, but were like, I'm going to take my date out to a, a quote-unquote fancy dinner, but I don't really have any money to pay for fancy dinner. So, like, they would uh, they would always Well, Marina Del Rey is, is real close to the airport. It always starts fights? Is that what you said? Oh, so many fights of, like, oh, the, it was really funny. I just bumped into, like, a week ago, a guy that I worked with who was the bartender there. I haven't seen him in, like, 15 years, and we were laughing about that. He just... I was like, dude, you took so much heat at the bar because that because it was busy. I mean, they were busy. It's weird that you didn't make tips, but like a Friday, Saturday night, it was really busy. But people would just walk out on bills. It was always oh, like, get a manager yeah. over here because this guy, yeah, I put down a twenty and he didn't take it and blah blah. blah. And they had two uh, full time security, like off duty cop security guards, just to sort of like handle manage the, the bar. Yeah, manage the rough stuff. Good God, <laughs> <Yeah>. they, <laughs> never heard of it. It like was this. a bad business model. That's so they horrible. shut it down. So, it, so you're saying people would argue intentionally because they wanted to get a break. So basically, they knew what they were doing going in. Base is what you're saying. That's a technique. Yeah, a lot of lot of like, uh, you know, fights with the bartender. But oh, this guy slighted me this way, this that way. Yeah, yeah. It was it was an intense job. And the funny thing about we were laughing about there was a little uh, what was that bar called right around you know that Costco over there in, mm-hmm. uh, yeah right yeah, across yeah. the street. What is that bar called? I can't remember. It's like a little sure. total dive bar, and that's where everyone went to go drink. And you would take your like. Fifty dollars cash that you made, which is terrible tips. Go to that even place. like a hundred dollars. Like you can't live on a hundred dollars <laughs> three shifts a week, right. you know. But you would take all that. You'd be like, I'm cash rich, and just <laughs> spend all of it. I had so little money when I first moved here because I would go drinking one night a week. Yeah, <laughs> after you were working, and all my TGI Friday money. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh well, that's uh, that's kind of. But we moved on. But we're in New York now, right? Oh yes, yeah. You time, were you were here, moves. then you went to yes. Okay. Oh so right. All right. So in a recap, yeah. so you you again, I, I can't. This we'll have to do like you a slight. You weren't were married, married yet. or not married at this time? Not, you moved, no. When you moved to New York, were you were you married? Newly married. Okay. Married. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got married in like uh, in L. A. or in New York. In L. A. Got married actually not far from here. That's Pasadena. cool. We didn't. We didn't. Uh, we didn't get didn't get invited. Didn't get invited. No, yeah. No. No. Well, first off, I don't know why I would have been invited at the time. Well, I knew Hayes. I mean, okay, we, so we, you would have taken me? I well, you had been go. my plus one. Yeah. Okay. We were foreshadowing the podcast. You do remember last time you said that you thought I had died. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, During yeah. that period. Oh, yeah. That's right. I, I, oh, I thought But it, in a sense, in a sense, I mean, if we're being, you know... Um, 
Yes. I don't know if it's. I like, did kind of. I did kind of die a little bit. It's like yeah. symbol symbolically. You, I mean, symbolically and, and the joke is when you get married, you die anyway, right? Yeah. Sorry, true. Brian. Huh? No Sorry, problem, buddy. <laughs> no yeah. problem. I'm We're wearing doing the show in my basement. <laughs> you're a pleasant ghost. I think you're one of the nicest ghosts I know. Um, yeah, I. Uh, so this was let's. So this was what year was this? You got married? Two thousand five. Two thousand five. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, you were definitely dead. Yeah, totally died. Well, we. It, that summer, she auditioned for SNL, and then no, I think we mentioned this, maybe not, but didn't didn't get it right away. Like they were on the prowl for a. I can't remember who was leaving, but um, they needed women, so they were very you know vocal about like we're looking for a woman, and so they're you know that's a nationwide search, so everybody sure. knows and is submitting and and um, but she didn't hear anything. But then they didn't hire a woman, so all of a sudden the season started in like. September right. or something like that. Okay. And all of a sudden it was like, oh, okay, well, I guess you didn't get it. Sorry. But no one else did either, so that's bizarre. And then another, like, three episodes. Well, then they had called her back a second time, I think, somewhere in there. And then three episodes went by, and all of a sudden they called, like, literally on a, I think it was like a Thursday to say, fly here tomorrow, Friday. You're going to watch Saturday's show, and then you're going to be on the next Saturday. Like that's the time frame. Okay, and that so includes, no that includes moving to New York. I mean, you're gonna holy that's fly out here tomorrow, shit. find an apartment. <laughs> now, yeah. in hindsight, that's not typical. They don't help find an apartment. Uh, they give you a little bit of financial help, but not really. Like I had to, I had to wrap up everything here because I was an apartment manager at the time. Right, kind of. So they knew that you had the skills, day. so they dumped it off on you. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that would have been nice. I, I, what I've done that in New York. I don't know. That's a whole other deal. I think you have to be in the mafia to be a. A yeah. super. They call them supers there. <laughs> yeah, you have to be. I hear an apartment manager. They're super. Yeah, so I think that's the... where we were last time. You didn't go right away, correct? Because obviously that was right. way too fast. You had things you needed to do. You stayed here for X yeah, amount of time. Yeah, I had to wrap up the whole. Yeah, it probably took a couple. Did uh, you like go? A month did you two. go that first week though to watch the show with her? Uh, nope. No. Mm-mm. No, wow. I was running a, a building, but I did. Um, I'm trying to think. No, I don't even think I did a visit until I moved. Wow. Now let's. Have, now, can I ask you an honest question? Mm-hmm. No, only dishonest. Well, questions. you know, I mean, I don't want to dig too deep, but it's just always curious. I mean, obviously, yeah, you're if you're not pref- comfortable with something, for yeah, just say no. Just say no. I'll, yeah, we're just uh, yeah. yeah. Um, well, but what I mean by that is that, that you're a performer as well, and so all of a sudden it's like boom, boom, this happens. Go to Saturday Night Live, watch this thing, and you're like, I can't go because I got to stay. And well, watch, I didn't know- watch this, you know, this building. And did did it, did it did it rub you not against her, but it, did it rub you as a performer in any way? Did no, it bother did- you at that time? Uh. Well, the whole career trajectory thing it was was a little tough to take. Maybe we danced around this last time, but uh, I had in like when we did we met doing Groundlings mm-hmm. and um, her what who became her manager. Um, she had like nannied for us actually. She knew them like personally, um, and so I had said, "Well, why don't you invite her to our show?" Oh, no, that'd be weird. She's she's feels everything is weird and stuff so no that'd be weird I don't want to alright well her husband was a writer for SNL (laughs) a pretty big comedian Odenkirk so I was like I'm going to send a I'm going to send an invite so as I recall I faxed it to her wow (laughs) which kind of fax paper with the one that rolls out or uh (laughs) it was probably like my printer that you used as a fax or something yeah that's good that's nice your brother Remember, what was it called? Group fax or something where you would like... Oh, my God. Yeah, so you could you put multi... Like blast yes. fax them or yes, something? Yes, yeah. blast. blast fax. You would get like sure. a... I think you would pay for like a list of 
industry people yeah. and the blast facts. Oh man, that was before my time. I might time, be making yeah. up that. No, it wasn't. No, no. you know well, you don't was, know what blast faxing is? That's before I ever did anything to try to yeah, advance that, my career. Yeah. Maybe you never had an office job. You were just super stoned or something. Yeah. 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 The rest of us were blast faxing. Um, How'd that go for everyone? Yeah, not so, not so good, did it? As we all sit in Brian's basement. <laughs> I did not waste my time blast faxing. <laughs> yeah, so I I did I did move to New York. It just it took like a month or so to like wrap up sure. loose ends here. At which point so she you already cl- done so a couple episodes of the show. And she went and got a, an apartment. Yeah, right. But now yeah. when they make an offer, is it a season by season? So how committed were you to get, like when you guys talked about this, you're like, were you closing up shop completely? Or were you like, all right, I have to keep one foot in LA because we don't know how long this lasts? Like, yeah, what? we closed up shop completely. I didn't okay. really, uh, I didn't really finish that train of thought too. So I, yeah, ter- in terms of the cont- Career trajectory. Uh, I can't talk. Trajectory. Thanks. Can you say that? Thank All you, right. John. That's, can that's yes. a tough one. I couldn't even. Do um, it. Yeah, it was like we had done groundlings together, but I didn't become a groundling. She did, and then you know I had, was interested in this manager. She signed. You invited her. Did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She I had actually. Well, I had. I think I said this. I had invited my agent. Well, at the time, my I had some issues with my agent, so I had invited this manager I was interested in to come to the show, our show. And he and just randomly, my agent came. To, she'd never come to anything. She came to that show, <laughs> sat next to this manager, and was like, "Oh, who are you here to see?" And he's like, "Oh, this Hayes Hargrove guy." And she's like, "Great, he used to be a client of mine," uh, <laughs> and dropped me like Monday, just uh, just for you know looking for someone else. Which I get it. That's how Hollywood works. But uh, um, that's annoying. Though. Yeah, what are you gonna do? She was a total cokehead. So what are you gonna do? <laughs> um, Wait, do coke with her? You know. Well, if she had been a good agent, I wouldn't have been looking for someone else anyway. But right. um, so it all works out. But uh, yeah, so you know, one thing after another, up to and including Saturday Night Live, which I mean, just I think a lot of for a lot of us this is true. But that had just always been the dream job, and you know, in hindsight, actually, I'm, I'm kind of glad it went down that way, and that I I have no aspersion aspersions aspirations whatsoever to uh to be like i don't i don't i don't really rue that at all it's like no i see what it is okay and, and uh, you're good a lot of talent people <clears throat> but i do something slightly different <clears throat> you good, you good? yeah sorry right. he every so, episode so that's diabetes guy. all right yeah. um <laughs> that's me coughing up the taco yeah. bell for the that weekend <laughs> That's Beyond the Bell. It's Beyond the Bell. Callback. Call oh, 2015 yes. Fat Ass Award. Yes. yes. So, yeah, we ended up in New York, but it was it was exciting. I, I didn't want to move to New York because I love L.A. so much, and I think if I had wanted to move to New York, I would have done it instead of L.A. a long time ago. So I was definitely like, could we stay by Coastal? <laughs> she wasn't down for it. So uh, I definitely didn't really want to move to New York. But then once I got there, you know, it was exciting and you know, you become friends with Polar and all those cats and, you know, who who I just adored. I mean, I I really loved what she did before I knew her personally, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah you were already kind of a fan. Yeah, a total fan. Of so. the people that you did meet, were, you, you were a fan of the show, right? So, I mean... Yeah, I mean, the thing... <clears throat> okay, my two cents on SNL is... I think because the format, is, you know, because people be like, oh, SNL sucks now, or, or it doesn't, or, right. you know, I don't know, everyone's got these. And, and you'll, one thing I did learn is like, just reading blogs and stuff of people, like, no one has an accurate opinion of what's going on. No. People, like, if you read blog comments or whatever, you know, or. They're insane. Some, yeah. No one really knows what's going on back there. So, I, A, there's that. But, um, but I do think Lorne creates sort of like this, um, um, father figure thing, or what do you call that? Where where he's sort of like control things like, hey, show up here tomorrow, 
to be on a show the next week with like right. zero prep. Time, he, you know, he takes like, advantage a little. I don't bit think of that. that that's not an accident. And you you come in there mm. a little off kilter, and you're like, I oh, okay. He creates that little bit of chaos, that sense of like control. The he controls the chaos. They, well, and these uber talented comedians just like really want to impress their dad, yeah. aka you know Lauren. Yeah. So I mean, I definitely saw that. I mean, like she never introduced me to him. I thought that was a little bizarre. Of like, so you never met the guy. Was he around a lot? I peed though? next to him in the urinal. Sweet, <laughs> nice, Shit. Nice. Yeah, but you she know. never said this yeah. is my husband. No, not once. And that's partially could just be who she is. I mean, I wouldn't have not introduced my wife to my boss, but you know, but I, but I do think that's part of the the mystique that's going on there. So my take on SNL is like, like we had stopped watching it before she got on it because we were like. You know, she just didn't think it was all that. We we're like, ah, Jimmy's laughing at every sketch. You know, and right. I, I had done growlings with, with Jimmy, so he's the funniest guy I'd ever met, like up close and personal, just hanging out at the bar. I mean, he was so freaking funny. And uh, but on the show, it was like, I don't know. So I kind of feel like SNL. T- not that he didn't do funny things on the show, either. right? Right. But um, but I think all those people are. I don't think it's like, well, SNL doesn't get top people i don't think it's that but i do think the format is just so old now at this point like and there's you know reading they encourage you to read the, like they get mad if you're not reading the cue cards you know yeah which, they don't want you to improv at no, all you no. gotta yeah. you, you might do it but they don't if like you're it. will ferrell but they don't like it yeah they really don't and it's gotten people fired I yeah mean. and kristen's great at you know memorizing things anyway and so so i think the best thing you can do is kind of be off book as much as possible, but how but, do you do that? Because honestly, they maybe just changed the, the line from dress to now, which is, is like two a, hours, yeah, three hour yeah, time span. Not even three hours. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's it is it is pretty awesome. It's also a really small studio when you when you're physically there. You're like, God, this is a tiny little yeah, you f- place. It feels so big on TV, but it isn't. And you're running around doing all these costume changes and you know they show a little bit of the show now where you know you're in you between, see backstage and yeah. stuff maybe you get a sense of it but it's really tiny even like the musical acts you know you're just right there with prince or whoever jamming yeah. it out and it never sounds as cool on tv as it does when you're right there in front of i'm sure Neil young or whatever you right know? right you during that so so when you went out how long did you live out in new york um I was there about three or four years. About three or four yeah. years. Yeah. Now, so what were you doing with yourself during that time? Because right, being the, the word is that when you're in SNL, like it's you're all it's like it consumes you, correct? So that's in. not your job. So what did you do to pass your time, and how much time did you spend over at SNL? And did you go? Ah, I don't want to spend too much time with her because then I become that guy. Did you all those things go through your mind? Well, the only time I could spend there was once a week. Okay. Um, I mean, because, yeah, right, I wasn't on the show, so, and it it is all-consuming. I mean, between the commercial, the fake commercials you're doing, you know. Yeah, you're like working a, all week, constantly. Yeah, all week, all yeah. week, yeah. And, I mean, really, the only day off is Sunday, and you're so exhausted, um, you're just so exhausted come Sunday that yeah, really, can't maybe, maybe you go get brunch with everyone. A lot, a lot of the cast will go do uh, ASCAT over at UCB, which is really fun. It's kind of their signature improv show. And since Amy, you know, was one of the founders of UCB, there's a right. strong tie in there. So that's awesome because, you know, maybe like Alec Baldwin does the show Saturday and then Sunday night he comes over and does oh, Ask wow. Cat with, you know, <laughs> wow. Sudeikis they and just all those cats. go do more work. Yeah, just go do that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And, um, and that's a fun, I mean, UCB is really cool here, but also because NYU is there. I mean, I, I hosted Ask Cat once with Amy and uh, 
it was so freaking fun because I mean, there's there's just so many people there that the people were spilling out onto. They're actually sitting on the stage, like right. feet from you. And it was just such a great, great energy. Uh, but that that doesn't quite exist at Growlings, where I kind of cut my teeth, just because you can't even physically get up on the. You know, there's not audience on the stage because right, it's raised right, up. Right, right, right. Um, and of course, they've got the band. That's really that gives a cool energy. But UCB was just really, you know, it was really cool stuff. So you know, that was kind of like Sundays. You could relax a little bit. Meanwhile, I'm pent up because I wasn't working right. <laughs> Monday through Sunday. So, so are you, you know, doing Sunday. anything? Like, are you doing stand up out there? I wasn't doing much in the beginning. It also I moved in the middle of a blizzard. Oh, um, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, we she she got a place up uh, Upper West Side, which you know, in hindsight, I would have never lived on the Upper West Side. It's nice if you're raising babies i guess or something but it's just too state of a of an environment to for me to enjoy so i would have preferred to be actually i would have loved to be in brooklyn where i ended up or even like downtown or something so but we didn't do that so i just was very isolated you know i picked up left all my friends i never saw my wife she was just working Working all the time and then sundays well actually saturday nights it'd be like okay cool we're here hanging out you know there's julie louis drivers there's prince or whatever like let's Let's chill. <laughs> Let's have a good time. And she was often just like too pooped to even. And those parties aren't what they used to be. No, you know? it's not yeah. like it's not John Belushi and Dan no. Aykroyd and Jerry Garcia no. down in a basement somewhere blowing lines and like playing no. guitar all night. It's it's more reserved. There's very rarely is there someone who gets super hammered, and that's it would be it would be upon. weird if you did. Actually, the the most hammered person I ever saw was. Uh, Andy Dick. Uh, <laughs> but that was and that was, but that but that was years before. But that, that wasn't yeah. at Saturday Night Live. No, it was not. No, it was, uh, what's Pearl Jam? Eddie Vedder. Eddie Vedder. <clears throat> really? Uh, yeah, he brought his own wine and stuff. But the sweetest <laughs> guy I've ever, I think I've ever met. Such a sweet soul. Well, you know, Eddie Vedder's a Cubs fan. Is he really? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Die hard. That must be it. That when John, John, it. John forgives everything. Yeah. Midwest sensibility. There's nothing no. to forgive. Eddie Vedder's never done anything wrong. No, that guy's great. Yeah, yeah. I've never heard a bad thing about that guy. No. Yeah. No, um, so yeah, you know the. For me, it was like, well, cool. Let's uh, let's let's hang. out. I mean, I'm a social person too, and she's not at all social. So th- that ended up being a, a relationship <laughs> issue. issue, right? Yeah. yeah. So for you, I mean, you, are you trying to make friends out there? Is it is it uh, you are social, but was it still hard for you? Because obviously, I'm assuming most of the people that you're around are I mean, either tied well, to the performers on the show, right? They're either yeah. like not I don't want to say spouses or boyfriends, girlfriends, or whatever, or they're the people on the show, and it's like it's to me. I, I'm getting anxiety just feeling like how are you trying? How are you going through all that stuff and trying to make a life for yourself? Uh, video games, uh, <laughs> <laughs> really helping make a life Probably, for yourself, huh? Yeah. I mean, in hindsight, well, that that whole relationship was not, you know, it was doomed to not work. So I don't, I don't really sit back and think like, oh, what if I had done this or that. No, but I don't even think he's asking that. It's no, just that, like just for you personally. No, I know just my personal but sanity. I gonna, oh, sorry. But I was gonna say, but during that time, I mean, yeah, I probably actually did. I bring my. I don't know if I did play video games there. <laughs> um, I might have brought my console. I don't. Remember, you went to but, the arcade. But it, yeah, I didn't do much. I mean, I was gonna say in hindsight, I do. It's just personally for myself. I had gone. I mean, I did start doing some stand up. I started teaching um, improv <laughs> with uh, my my first uh, improv teacher out here in the Groundlings. She had moved to New York and started a school out there. Oh, cool. Holly Mandel. She's fantastic. And she's actually back out here doing some of that too now. But um, so I, I had never taught improv. So she was like, hey, if you want to come, you know, teach, I need some teachers. And uh, just had, that was so, so, so fun. Oh, good. And, and nice. I, actually, a lot of my students I'm still like <clears throat> friends with or 
some of them don't <laughs> care. And I, that was just. He struggles with that one too. Microphone over here. This microphone stuff is crazy. Maybe you need a wireless lav. (laughs) That's Um, a good idea. Can you boom this? What uh, what was stand up like out there for you in comparison to doing stand up in Los Angeles? Well, yeah. So and so, yeah. What ended up happening was because you kind of said about the show and everything. I I definitely would have considered writing for. I mean, I knew I knew a lot of like I knew Will Forte and stuff from Groundlings. I I knew I knew Maya from Groundlings. I knew I knew some people there. So it wouldn't have been insane, but she was kind of like, "Well, you're not really much of a writer, so it would uh, it would be kind of weird working with you." Which I don't know. Now I would go, "What? That's cra- that's a crazy thing to say." At the time, I was just kind of like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't want to be pushy." Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. But we did meet in a writing. <laughs> but at the same time, the just because you're writing you're right, on the right. show doesn't mean you're working with her. You know what I mean? You could yeah. just go and specifically go write for Will Forte or yeah, I could have gone to work for Broadway. Or, you know, which was. Broadway Video, his company, I think was kind of new at the time. It wasn't as big and doing as many things. Like 30 Rock wasn't a thing yet. She was just about to leave and start that. Tina was. So, yeah, yeah I mean, I, I don't know. I feel like, yeah, there's probably something I could have done. But that wasn't really an option. So I was kind of lost. I was, you know, it was almost, uh, and she turned up the pressure too of like, well, I really think you need to get a job now. And I considered film school actually at the time. I thought, well, maybe I'll go to, to NYU for film school since I'm here. And I was kind of discouraged to, to do that. In hindsight, because I'm actually taking some film classes now, I really, if I had a regret, I really do wish I had done that. I would have taken on, I would have taken on some debt, but I would, <clears throat> I would have been a filmmaker ten years ago, I think. Okay. Um, so it, just to learn all the, you know, the technical aspects of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I was a little lost in that. So I, I have, I've done stand up for a long time. So I was like, well, I'll do some stand up out there. And I did start. That's actually how I got to know New York. But about the time, because we split up fairly quickly, like in really? about a year, um, and that's when I really, really committed. I mean, plus, I, you know, I had, I was on my own, moving around different weird places and stuff, and uh, it was just easy to get out and do stand up. So. That's the thing about New York. You can go up like five times a night. Yeah, and dude, that's the great thing about New York. You're not driving but I around. Heard it can be hard, though, it's, so it's not. Oh, I'm not saying it's not hard. Like, if you if you go out there to start now and try to, like, you know, you'd ha- you have to start over. That's the problem. They but, don't... You, but again, going back to what you said, if you're social, that probably <clears throat> helps out a lot. If You know, a lot of comics have a hard time yeah. breaking that ice of, like, getting to know somebody that books a room and there's a lot of panic there. It seems like maybe that wasn't that big of a deal for you. You could just... I'd love to... I had a... A friend out here um, came to do a sh- I think this is how it's hard to remember these things, but my friend, you know Melinda Hill? Yeah. Yeah, we had done um, Groundlings together. Actually, she was in class with me and Kristen, and she um, she was out, she I think was dating Tig at the time, actually, and came out to do a show at this club out there, so I went to go see her, and the girl running it, you know, I met, and then she became a, she, she actually, we did that uh, PodCom show together when she moved out here to... Um, to LA, Rebecca Donahue, and she's really funny. And Becky was a real mentor to me, and she, but she put me on a lot of her shows. And through, through, in comics was there. Did you ever do comics? Did you guys mm-hmm. ever? Did you, get, did you ever do New York? Yeah, but just uh, right now, I, I do the stand when I'm there, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, do Gotham when I can get like TV spots, That's and then um, I've yeah. done Caroline's once, and East Eastville, East Eastville Eastville Comedy Club, which used to be the Boston Comedy Club, right. Oh yeah, uh, but move locations. And some of that stuff didn't. You, yeah, right. Because that was Boston. When I was there, and there's some things that don't exist now. You know that were there. Like Rafifi was a really cool club. That was there was, but there was that whole sort of downtown indie alt stand up scene that was really rich. And and looking back on it, I mean, 
because uh, I felt like, well, I had sort of cut my teeth out here. And then when I went out there, I thought, man, there's some really smart, sharp stand-ups out here. It kind of reinvigorated my interest in stand-up. And looking back on it, it's like, yeah, because it was Schumer. It was, uh, you know, Jimmy <clears throat> Slade right. and Gabe. And, I mean, I think I did their show probably the – they're probably like a year out of college or something, you know. But all these really – you know, Kroll and – Blaney and all these in the TJ Miller. I mean, yeah. it's just really, and all those people I might add ended up moving back out here, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> taking exactly. over Hollywood. Right. Cause they're really sharp. But, uh, but it, I found it really exciting. I was like, oh, this, and, and in some level, I almost wish I had stayed a little bit longer and really established myself in the New York stand up scene just a little bit longer. Cause then I think I would have probably moved out here with even more New York cred because people do. I don't know. Casting directors and stuff love that sure. stuff. Half of them are from New York, and they just they love it when they see you've been there. Yeah. Um, actually, I had one funny experience where I had just come back, and it was my first commercial casting coming back here over at uh, you know Ocean Park, popular place for commercial casting. And this uh, guy who's kind of a, a grump a lot of the times, he um, I just happened to remember that he really loved New York. In fact, he like moved from LA for a little while he sort of was like I'm out of here I'm going to New York because I love New York so much and I just had that in the back of my mind so when I came back he he was like okay Hayes come on in and I said oh or he said bring your barcode and barcodes remember when we had to have yes. barcodes yeah. for five minutes you had to have your barcode if you couldn't audition mm-hmm. I don't know why that's gone now but but because it, it the, sounds ridiculous when you say it out like, loud. Okay, yeah, it was such a pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah. So you don't really need barcodes anymore. But I didn't realize that, like, no, you need the barcode to physically, like, record the the video on the computer. It won't record if you don't scan this thing first. So I was kind of like, cool, I'll go, I'll, I'll get in a second. And he's like, no, 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 you got to go outside. And I said, oh, I'm sorry, I just... I just got back from, uh, I just moved back from New York, so I don't know how this, and instantly he was like, New York, hold on. He grabbed some poor actor and made him sit down on the computer. Yeah, he made him give me a barcode. He's like, hey, he's he's from New York. He's in his barcode. That's hilarious. We have a barcode situation, New York barcode situation over here. The next LA guy was like, get out of here, you fucking asshole. That's pretty nice. That's great. But just last, we'll ask about this. But was there a defining moment when you were like, "Yeah, this is definitely." As far as the marriage was like, you're like, "This is definitely done." Like, and that's why you moved back from New York, by the way. So, so when you left New York, that's no, no, I, no. You were you stayed out there. Yeah, we broke up pretty quickly. Um, I mean, you know, whatever. I won't go into details, but no, no, we, I, we just fought a lot of stuff, and it wasn't working out. So, okay. so you actually broke up while you were still in New York. Stayed yeah. in New York, did some New York stuff. What drove you back to New York? I'm, yes. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What drove you? I mean, was it the barcode system that you were excited about that brought you back <laughs> I to heard LA? About this new barcode system. I got to get back. The technology in Los Angeles is out of control. Yeah. You came Please, back. You better get back before you, you're outdated. You came back in 2011. Mm, no, probably Two, ten. Or okay, or nine, nine or ten. But no, I, um, I had. Uh, well, after we broke up, I actually uh, I have an, an now ex girlfriend who um, I met like shortly thereafter. Like if we broke up. Halloween weekend, I think we. I met her at a Christmas party, so it was like literally like a month later. Yeah, so. you're not really a single guy. Are no, you? I have not, not been. I have not been. <laughs> yeah, in a serial. Yeah, monogamous. but you like it. I mean, you're. you're... Uh, yeah, no. Well, and um, yeah, Meg was a great gal, and we um, we kind of hit it off really well. And she loved stand up too, so we actually did. I just did tons of stand up there in that transition period. And when I met her, she said. Um, you know, hey, if you ever 
want to move back to LA, my sister and I took this, she's real athletic. She was like, we had taken this like bike trip. Like they drove from like San Francisco down to here or something insane like that. And she was, she always had high hopes that I was going to be very athletic. So she's like, we could go do, you know, like, yeah, 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 we'll go do it. Yeah, Yeah, I'll bike down from San Francisco. (laughs) Right. Um, But uh, I was like, yeah, okay. So I, I did have in the back of my mind, like if I want to move back to LA, she would be open to it. But I didn't really, I was kind of digging it. I didn't really want to. And then I, uh, that summer before I moved back, I, I shot two movies, um, and I thought, okay, I'm getting into the whole movie thing now. I did one with uh, Greta Gerwig, who was just about to get famous, and Iggy Pop and stuff. You know, and so what I thought, was that? Okay, it's called Art House. Okay. I don't. You probably didn't see it. The theatrical <laughs> Cause, release? Cause no one really did. No, it went to festivals and stuff. And okay. I don't think it ever got released. Is it on Netflix? I don't think so. I don't think he ever. That was a that was a bummer. I don't think the guy who directed it ever followed through with getting it put out there. Maybe. Oh, that sucks. Oh, yeah, yeah, kind of sucks. What was the other one? Uh, the other one I did with uh, Wendy McClendon Covey from yeah. Goldbergs, yeah. Um, and Reno 911. And Reno, yeah. She had, at the time, she had been fired from Reno, which was a screwed up thing that Prince Pato did, where they fi- they fired the actors on that show that weren't clients because it was produced by them, and she wasn't one of their clients. So, um, do you remember that? that where, makes, like, I remember her that. that makes I remember no her sense. not being on the show, but that was I thought she left to just go do other stuff. She was fired because yeah, she wasn't. Yeah, there were like three people, I think, roughly or so, uh, that all of a sudden just weren't. And it only lasted like maybe another season or two anyway. But uh, yeah. But yeah, they just all of a sudden weren't on the show, and that's cool. <laughs> so she's so uber talented, obviously, but at the time she was, you know, she'd been on Reno and wasn't on Reno anymore. So. There was a part in this film I just thought, man, she... And it wasn't a funny part. It was actually tons of crying and stuff. But I just... <laughs> I don't know. I think like a casting director sometimes. And I just thought, I bet I bet Wendy would be able to nail this. So got her flown out to Detroit. We did this whole thing together. But again, I don't know that that really got... It might be on Amazon, maybe. And what's that one called, you said? Uh, that's called Starlight and Superfish. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was doing these movies and I thought, okay, well... Um, I'm probably going to be a film star now. <laughs> oh, wow. That's how that works, right? Yeah, that, yeah. Keep, keep, keep that rolling. That's what I was thinking when I walked off the set of Dumbbells. Yeah. I was like, movie stardom. Here just comes. The, the school exploding behind me. <laughs> yeah. Beyond, that's really beyond the bell. Way <laughs> beyond the bell. But yeah, so uh, a friend of mine said... The girl, yeah, real quick, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah the, the girl uh, that you were dating at this time, mm-hmm. in the industry, not in the industry. So No, not in the industry, and I thought, that, I thought that was great. Okay, oh, yeah. Um, I thought, oh, that's probably <clears throat> much smarter. People always like, never date a crazy actress. and So I thought, okay, that's super smart gal, you know, worked for a news editing organization and okay. so, had a good job and everything. So I thought, no, that's no good. Um, I mean, the actress thing. So I thought, this is going to be great. And um, and it could be maybe although now in my subsequent relationship with an actress again, <laughs> you know I really think for me at least it's really helpful to be with an actress, someone that uh, is similar in the world. We and, we yeah. get it. We have insane schedules and you know whatever it is you want to do, you get that text I probably just got where it's like okay we get we need to go learn eight pages of that. Di- okay cool go print two copies you know <laughs> yeah and um and and my ex at the time. Um, that middle ex there, she just really, I think, I and I don't think for necessarily bad reasons, but she really hated the industry. I think it just, 
She couldn't take all the. She couldn't take seeing me take the rejection, even when I was probably more okay with it than, than she it. was. You yeah. know, you gotta go. For, God yeah. damn it! I can't believe I didn't. Oh, the, you know, and I'm just getting that out there, but maybe I'm not really that depressed about <clears> it. Right. And she you would know, take it. Yeah, as, you, you know, can't. You, you as an actor can't be that depressed about it. Like, of course, there's things we all want to get and we don't get. It's like, yeah. but you know, it's like the Cubs from 2003 or four when they couldn't come back from one error. And they made six more. No, you got to bounce back like the Cubs from 2015. Yeah. <laughs> and even though you're down two games, you got to go back out there and you got to play that third game like you're going to get that fucking part and you're going to take it all the way to the World Series of acting. Or you're going to go to Taco Bell. <clears throat> one ta- of the yeah, two things going to happen. Why can't other... you do both is my question. Hey, those Taco Bells pay well, right? Or... <laughs> First of, all, now, first of all, I would take, I would get, if Taco Bell should contact me because they could pay you're me. You're a fan. You're a they fan. They could you're pay not... me in Taco Bell to do commercials for them. Oh, except for the part where you brought up the fact that they may be aiding and abetting in your diabetes. I don't think that's. A, they I don't, don't care. No, they don't hey, care. If Jared <laughs> no? can sell porno. alcohol there. Yeah, they don't care. If Jared can rent porno tapes out of his dorm room and Subway doesn't give a shit, I can be on the verge of diabetes. Is that what he was doing previous? Oh, yeah. That's why I he started re- walking re- to deliver the porno tapes. I didn't, I didn't realize that. Yeah, I didn't, no, I they left that, that part of the story yeah. out. That's beyond the And bill. whatever happened to Clay Henry? <laughs> I feel like I need a little bell. So yeah, I wish that. you did. <laughs> yeah, we need to work on the sound effects. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> but yeah, I so when I I had sort of uh, positioned to Meg like, hey, you know, uh, friend a friend of mine had actually this was ironic. A guy had a guy that I knew from Growlings was writing for SNL. Apparently, he was a good enough writer to write with my ex wife. <laughs> um, and so well, it wouldn't be weird. Yeah, not weird at all. And so he um, he had a house back in Santa Monica that he needed to sublet. And he, uh, you know, and so I didn't know about it because he didn't, he didn't email me because he knew I was in New York, didn't know I wanted a place. So, but another <laughs> friend of mine said, hey, uh, you know, what about Kent's place? This guy down the street I from said, you in oh, New York. Oh, I've been there. Yeah. That, yeah, exactly. Guy in, well, here's, here's the other weird part about that. So I, cause we still had a lease on our place in Brooklyn at the time. So I was like, well. You and Megan? Meg, yeah, Megan Meg, and I, yeah. Sorry. And uh, so we, I said, well, look. It's a rent-controlled house in Santa Monica. This could be. The, I'm telling you, if you want to go to LA, this is the this time to probably do it. This is, is going to yeah, be yeah, awesome. This could be good. So we jumped on that, and then meanwhile, poor thing was like forced actually to like, because <laughs> I was filming this movie, <laughs> I couldn't do any of this. So she, so moved. she had to do what I had to do for Kristen, uh, and basically pack up her whole place uh, and get it out to LA. But um, she did a Craigslist thing to try and find someone to sublet our place in Brooklyn. And just totally randomly, she's she gets this guy Wyatt, who's like, "Wait, Hayes, I can't remember if she, my name. My, maybe my name was on the email she used or something." And so he goes, "Wait a minute, is is that Hayes Hargrove, the stand-up Hayes Hargrove?" <laughs> she's like, "Yeah." He goes, "Oh yeah, I, yeah, I know him. It was Wyatt Senak, right?" And <laughs> yeah. he was he was moving to New York to do Daily, Daily show. show. Yeah, yeah, that's hilarious. So we, I, I moved to the SNL writers' house in Santa Monica, and Wyatt Senak moved. <laughs> To the actors, the, the actors' house, house in, in New yeah, York. In New York, so that's cool. It's that, small world, small man. world, guys. I yeah. just did that Showtime thing with Wyatt. He's oh a, yeah, yeah, he's a good guy. He's a really good guy. So really funny. That's how I came back. And beyond the bell. Kid, does that mean your kid has a thing? No, it's beyond yeah. the bell. <laughs> what were you in the middle of something sad or yeah, something were you, positive? Were you about to start crying because Brian's got to go pick up I his kids? <laughs> we're not doing part three, are we? Oh, oh, oh Jesus, Jesus, and and everything worked out really well. It's going great. No, 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 no. Wrap up. John, um, just okay. die in the middle of the podcast. Oh come on, yeah. wouldn't that be good ratings? Yeah. Hey, it's hard. I was just watching Network last sad night. Times. You were watching what? Yeah, getting a good share on that. Get a good 20, 23 share. I was watching <laughs> Network. You seen Network? I haven't seen Network in a long time. Great film. 
I'm angry, right? That's what he says. You should yeah, all be out. Right? I, I, is, like, that, is that what he says? I'm well, angry. he said, I'm, I'm, what is it? I'm, t- I'm, I'm mad out. as hell. I'm mad as hell. I'm not going to take it anymore. Yeah. That was kind of a radio drop for years. Maybe, I don't know. Wasn't that, wasn't that the prequel to Anchorman? Yes, yeah. Clearly. Yeah, I know comedy. That. Yeah. Uh, so you move back out, you get in the you get the Santa Monica place, and you're like, I got to get back out there. You started doing stand-up right away? Um, did I? I don't... Because the first... Here's the thing. I was working on that show for Disney, Code 9, and this is, I think we talked about this last time, and Dan Satchoff... I was too. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's Brian okay. was get there to, too. Brian, this fine. Brian was writing on the show before I got there, actually, because I was still on Off Their Rockers. And then I left off their rockers to go do that, and it was one of the greatest hidden camera shows I've ever produced. I wanted to do that show. Uh, I loved that audition. That was a fun audition because first of all, it was you and Dan. Yeah. And Dan's Dan is an old friend from. I guess I met him doing Groundlings. His wife is in Groundlings. Yeah. And, Dan uh, is one of the t- most talented. A very funny stand-up. And, yes. And um, and uh, skilled. Like he just he would come, like he's perfect for the world of hidden camera because he shows up and even if it's nonsense jargon he says it to your face mm-hmm. and you're like I'm buying whatever this crap is like and he's just ridiculous he's so funny I, I can't say enough good things about him he's he's a good guy but I was like we got to get some dudes in here that have done like and all my friends are like you know they're they're talented and I know a lot of like stand ups but I'm like can, can they do this hidden camera thing because a lot of it is just being normal. In the face of stupidity, yeah, and just acting like they didn't do anything wrong. It's like, you know, I've only got so many friends that could, that are that are familiar with the world. You know, I didn't want to have to re-teach hidden cameras. Are some people not familiar with the world? <laughs> well, when, uh, hidden camera, yes, they're like, okay, oh, so, the world of him. Okay. Yeah, I just thought you meant the world. <laughs> the world like, no, general, this no, is a big scary world. I'm unfamiliar with. <laughs> I'll take care cool. of you. <laughs> Let's prank people. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Uh, well, as I recall, too, didn't they not hire one person that you recommended? Is that no? Or, yeah, they is didn't. That just what you liked they, to make me feel better. No, no, no. They they had Dan. <clears throat> they literally they had Dan, and then when we we auditioned everybody else, and they were like, "Because eh, did we audition you for the pilot?" I think so. I remember I I played. I made this guy. He wasn't out and out gay, but he was. It was obvious that he was. He was. He was married. He kept talking about his wife, but he had just. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I kind of come across very naturally gay anyway, so I'll, I'll uh, it, was, it wasn't that. I wasn't you know, playing that much of a character. But the whole, remember there was like an ice skating thing or something? Like he was, yeah, yeah. He was supposed to uh, be like running an, an event yes. at oh, the LA Kings, uh, yes. Gretzky. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And everything falls apart. Everything yeah. falls apart. Right, he, yeah. yeah. So I had played him sort of as this, he kept talking about his wife, but it was just so obvious that he was like, it was like, wait, you're what? You're well, that's Disney's, definitely why Disney didn't like it. And it was Disney, like Disney, so yeah. I was okay. like, yeah, I guess they probably... Though they didn't, I'm sure they didn't did like that. Did not enjoy that. But they also but didn't go, laugh. we used Santino in the pilot, and then after that, we just auditioned a bunch of people, and we ended up, I, I want to say we ended up pretty much using Dan in every Dan, bit. Dan did a lot in that uh, show. Yeah, and then the, we used um, Danielle, Danielle Danielle Stewart. Stewart uh, oh, yeah, I know. Uh, like a, as kind of like a female Dan, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But Dan was in every bit. <clears throat> Dan drove every bit. And without Dan, <clears throat> the show would have been a lot less, I think. <clears throat> I think kind of like was... this podcast would be a lot less without you coughing <laughs> consistently. Consistent. I'd like to hear from the listener because I think the yeah. listeners. The well, listen- they can't call in because it's not live. Well, but call, guys, guys, if I don't hear you call in, I assume you don't mind the coughing. <laughs> I got people calling my cell phone, telling me it's bothering them. So are they, are they, listen to the, <laughs> they listen to the first one we did, and they're like, "Is John coughing still?" Oh, nah, I forgot to periscope this. <clears throat> 
Yeah, I love Dan. He he did a character um, in our. I think I think we took Lab together, which is like the first Groundlings level where you actually do a, a show in front of a you know an audience. And he did that character Rick Dagwan. Do you know that guy? Where he's he's like a. I think I think that's the name. It's ridiculous. I would remember the name of that, but he's like this acting coach, this just <laughs> terrible person, no. and, you know. But acts like he's Meisner or something. No, but know. that's great. I so mean, funny. but he he's the one who suggested you. He goes, yeah, you know, I got this buddy Hayes, and I <clears throat> I knew uh, I know Hayes uh, MacArthur. Oh, you know Hayes MacArthur? Yeah, that's <clears throat> my. So that was the first Hayes I ever met. Now we we started doing stand up together. I guess that was before. You moved uh, to New York. I moved to New York. Yeah, because yeah. he was. I was. I would see him at shows too, and I would always be like, "Okay, they're two different people." Yeah, people. Well, <laughs> we got we got into some hot water back and forth because um, my one of my best friends called me at one point. I get, yeah, I was dating Kristen because uh, he he called and said, uh, "He goes, dude, what the fuck, man?" And he like never gets upset about anything. He just called. And that was his. You know, I was like, "Hello." He's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> I was like, "Hey, what's up going on?" He goes, "What? What are you doing, man?" Um, eating or something. he's like no what are you do- what are you doing why are you cheating you- on yeah what are you doing behind Kristen's back man what the fuck man and I was like I don't what are you talking about I was like dude the Swedish girls in the hot tub <laughs> and I that's was like, totally Hayes I MacArthur like, yeah I was like I wish I knew what the Swedish girls in a hot tub meant but yeah. uh, I was like dude it's not he goes dude how many yeah six foot two you know stand up short dark hair and I was like I happen to know a thank guy God, named Hayes. that that's good, definitely Hayes McCarthy. So I I see Hayes one time and because uh, I I had never met another Hayes before. My name kind of means a lot to me and I was, <laughs> it threw it threw me off. Just we talked about the last time about having a unique Maybe. name. Yeah. yeah, it's just always been like oh yeah that was a, yeah that's a, yeah <laughs> yeah. I say my name is Hayes. People go oh, oh that's yeah. And so I had always had that to myself. And then I meet this Hayes McCarthy and he's like. Actually, I said six two. He's probably taller than he's I am. He's probably six he's three. A, he's a semi-professional quarterback. Yeah, he, uh, he's a good-looking yeah. guy. He married married now. to Allie Lardner. Yeah, 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 married now has a couple of kids. Not bad-looking young lady as well. Uh, uh, no, beautiful. I mean, yeah. it's. But I think the last time I saw him was at the Powerhouse before that shut down after a fish concert <laughs> at the Hollywood Bowl, and I was all like plowed on shrooms, and I'm like. Hey, man. And he goes, hey, I go, I almost texted you the other day. And he goes, oh, we hadn't seen each other for, I want to say, 10 years. And he's like, oh. And I go, but it was a different Hayes. He goes, Hayes Hardgrove? I go, yeah. He goes, happens all the time. (laughs) I'm like, Well, he goes, so I see him, and he he goes, first of all, they were Swiss. (laughs) They weren't weren't Swedish. And I'm like, oh, idiot. Yeah. And one time he was with someone, and some girl comes up to him and is like, oh, you dated my friend so-and-so. And he's like, I don't no, I know not. what you're talking Yeah. And he got slapped. This girl slapped him. For pretending. He, d- he didn't remember dating her friend. That he didn't yeah, date. Yeah. It was clearly me. <laughs> it's clearly me. Anyway. Should we slap you? Please do. It's beyond the bell. That is beyond the bell. Brian, it's one button. Ready. My God. Have it ready. There we go. Well, now it's Victory. beyond the bell. You can't be beyond the bell before the bell. I hope you own that. Two bell. Oh, what if we got? That's what <laughs> yeah. shuts down the podcast. Oh man! Sorry. Oh, the bell sound effect. Taco Bell owned it. Oh, yeah. beyond bell. Be your TB cough. That's what you meant. Could be, be tuberculosis beyond the bell, and or the bell. Beyond the bell for me means beyond that VIP life sack. What? The Taco Bell sack. Beyond the bell. Is it actually called the VIP life sack, or it's just the VIP you? sack, or something like that? They, they want sack. you to hashtag that to. No, I don't think. No, dude. Did I you just... make that up or did Taco Bell make that up? No, it was on the bags. Right. It's VIP, dude. Oh, yeah. right. You guys wouldn't know because you never order enough food to be considered I VIP. I, I have a family that's, that tells me, please. 
please love us. I nearly died in a tostada four years ago, so I've laid off. (laughs) Really? Probably. (laughs) I don't remember, you know. It sounds made up. I don't want any of our listeners to think Taco Bell's bad. So LA's been fine since you've been back, is what you're saying. You actually are glad that you're back here. Oh, but he didn't get the he didn't get the code nine gig. Yeah, LA. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, I mean, as we as we discussed. But that's when I said. But in this business, there's a lot of gigs you don't get. Not me, but there are. But that's what I was saying is that when I when Dan was like, yeah, he's the ninety percent guy, the closer. Is that what they call you when they get called for a gig? I'm talking. That's when Dan was like, yeah, we married. Call my buddy Hayes Hargrove, and I go. What? No, he's dead. <laughs> Dan's like, no, he just went to New York for a little while. <laughs> Leaving oh. town for several years, it will kill. It just, it does. It kills your career. Do you feel uh, like you lost momentum? I mean, you lost momentum. Oh, lost- I lost 10 years. I mean, I feel like I'm just now getting back to 10 years ago and, and surpassing it. Yeah. You, bo- I mean, t- to your no, credit, no, no, I'm, I'm you happy now. book I'm, I'm a good. shit ton of work. Thank you, sir. I mean, I, I do every commercial audition I go to, you're usually there. Not we just, the, we just worked same, together. We were just in a Time Warner spot that's going to start one, running. Yeah. Um, yeah, I... Are we allowed to say that? Why not? Uh, I don't know. I mean, what are you, what are you doing? They're not going to air it now? Yeah. No. Well, they talked about it on a podcast. <laughs> no, it's, it's a Time Warner spot. I'm like a crazy <laughs> person. I'm like laughing the Well, you know, time. like Apple will straight up... Google they, they will not. My... They will not air it, and they... This is if you talk about an Apple commercial that, that you're you did, in. So you're... Yeah, before it airs. They will not air it, and they will sue you. They will sue your tits right off of you. They're serious about it. That's ridiculous. Hopefully Time Warner's not protect that serious. Protect your tits. Protect my tits. I, I wear a yeah. steel man's ear. <laughs> um, no, but... Uh, yeah, I don't think Time Warner... No, I, I'm, I'm happy. I'm, I'm really happy now, but, I, but it was... Uh, has been definitely an uphill road and moving back I mean I was joking clearly about the well I think I'm going to be a movie star but I did think oh good I'm getting into that thing now and I, obviously I have this momentum going so I'm going to come back to LA with with film credits and the whole New York yeah. thing and um, casting directors are just going to love it and it was like no one knew who I was you know, and it and and that was also the year that the economy totally fell apart. Like, yeah, I worked shit, at a, the business kind of took a dump. I had when I moved to New York, I did I did have an agent out there, um, but the, and a big one, and actually I stayed with them when I came back here. But the work just wasn't there in New York like it was here. Like I was going out for yeah, I mean primarily commercials and stuff. But I was also I was doing voiceovers. I was going out for like the Transformer movie out oh, here wow. and like big stuff. Give me your best Optimus Prime. <laughs> Is that what they say to him? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's weird you didn't get it. Yeah. (laughs) Have you seen seen Transformers? I just spent 10 seconds trying to remember what he sounds like. (laughs) I, 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 I. Uh, Yeah, I, 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 I. Um, Yeah, so maybe that's why it didn't work out when I came back. But but yeah, it was in New York. There just were no auditions, really. And so I had taken this job with uh, 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 Bear Stearns before they collapsed and so i kind of watched the whole that was the other reason i came back is because i went and did these movies i got i got, uh bear stearns went away like right before the summer started and then i went and did these two movies and thought okay cool well i don't even really have a job to come so back what's to keeping in New York. Me here. so what's key yeah, yeah like this is truly probably kismet so that's part of it and we just came out and she was able to transfer her with her uh business job out here so it just oh, worked. So it she all could worked keep out working and yeah. not have to miss it that's nice yeah she kept us alive <laughs> yeah but yeah. that's good when, I mean, whenever yeah. you can move out here with a job that's a huge yeah, it, plus it worked we had health insurance and all that stuff so oh, that man. so that was good um but yeah just uh you know what one thing that really helped was facebook was kind of new like uh actually one of the movies i had done we we did at uh at university of michigan it was on it was i was a teacher and stuff so we actually filmed 
at the university, and a, a lot of the crew were, you know, students or affiliated with them, and so I knew what Facebook was because they had Facebook. It was but, for college kids originally. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah you, I couldn't get it at the time. Right. But that's, in fact, the only reason I knew about it is because I'd just been hanging out with college kids, and right. I thought, oh, you college kids. Yeah, your, that's ridiculous. With your fancy MySpace that I don't yeah, understand yet. That's weird. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not going to do that. So when I moved out here, I thought, like, I'm not doing that crap, but then quickly was like, I need to do something networking-wise, so I got onto Facebook because of, literally because of, just I moved back. I was like, I need Dude, to connect yeah. with people. But Facebook's made—it's made all the difference. I, it really has. I, it's dumb. I wish I could get off of it. I mean, I like seeing all your. <clears throat> everything the good and the bad you know like well, your cat died oh man i feel for you dude you know and your mom died oh man, oh, he got married oh he had a baby oh great that's all great but i'm connected in a weird way that you never had to i just was saying that this weekend it's like i go through all of your pet deaths and your babies being born and your and all that stuff that previously i would have just seen you out and about <laughs> once every three years and hey what's going on dude nothing much man hanging in there you're like okay cool man well let's have a beer sometime but now you you're know? like i know that you're i know dead. everything yeah. yeah well i saw a guy at a show the other night and the first thing i see him i think his cat's in the middle of dying like i know i know because of facebook i know you're about or dog you know you're about to put this dog down and so i'm seeing him like how's it going man he's like oh it's, yeah, it's been rough but i'm here and he was he was out he was getting away from the horribleness of that going on at home, his dog's dying of cancer, you know. Uh, he was getting a brief little respite to go do some stand-up. His, his wife had let him out. He's got a kid, too. And so he goes to do the stand-up. And while I'm standing there thinking this, he gets the phone call. And his dog died. The dog, he's like, you got to come home now because of the dog. And I was just like, God. We're, you know, I'm glad I'm here for you in that moment. But, man, we're just, I'm experiencing so many moments like that now that, you like just total, pretend? Life's like a total roller coaster, isn't it? With Facebook. Yeah, I just, just pretend like you're not on it so that when you see people you don't know what's going on, you pretend like you don't know what's going on? Well, I don't comment on. Uh, you you might argue with this otherwise if you see me on Facebook, but I really don't comment on 99% of the things I wish I had the time to do. Because the other thing, I was joking with my mom the other day. Fortunately, she is still alive, but I was like, Mom, I got a really spend some time putting together the perfect Facebook eulogy for you for when you do go <laughs> because that's when people put in like I didn't know this guy could write that well you know what I mean like people just put in these <laughs> you, you have to do the see more button you know what I mean you're like the, the, it's like a really long one and people just say the their mom probably wasn't even that great or on Facebook <laughs> but, yeah right and it's like but people just write these amazing things that I would love to comment on all of them, but it, you know, your whole feed is just full of that. Yeah, yeah. You know? Well, I, I've, I learned a little while ago that you can remain friends with people on Facebook and unfollow them. Yeah, I do. Well, I do that a lot. So you don't, yeah. I don't have to see, if you're, if you're posting too much stuff I don't want to see, I just... I think some people just share too much of their lives, too. Like, I, I, I think that only a select group of people should know everything that's going on. Your friends. Your, uh, yeah. The friends that, like, if I called you and Even needed a ride into an And airport. I don't have those anymore. I don't have the real friends anymore. I do, but I don't. Like, no. we, don't, we don't hang out. Like, part of that, I guess, is just get older and, they, and people do get kids and whatever else. But So I guess you just don't hang out as much. But I, I just had a friend's birthday party this weekend. I was like, man, I haven't seen you guys in forever. This is yeah. so nice. I know what's going on in your life because I've seen all your food pics and stuff. But I, you know, <laughs> I know what your shit yeah, looks like. I got it. I got it. <laughs> but my, yeah, I always say that. I always go, yeah, I don't have any friends. And Nicole's always like, what are you talking about? You got a bunch of friends. But she's just like, when we go out, like if I go to the comedy store, like I, you shake hands with everybody. Yeah. But like, none of those guys are like, hey man, where you been? You haven't been up here for a week, or or hey, let's go grab a beer, or you know what I mean? Do they come back to your place and hang out either? No. Nah. Because remember, we used to do that. 
We would go to someone's apartment and hang out. Yeah, well. and but I feel like that was back when I was like, I'm going to be awake all night. So true, there let's yeah, get some yeah, people yeah. over here so I don't feel like such a loser when it's when the sun's coming up and I'm, I've drank the whole 30-pack by myself. <laughs> That's true. I don't really want to go back to those days of what I was doing no. to stay up all night. But I... Uh, I do, I do. That was another cool thing about LA is you would end up at these insane houses just because it's LA. Yeah. And insane houses exist. And I never owned one, but you know, you would end up at one. I remember one time we were, you remember Swingers, right? Yeah. We, one time we're at this, we did the whole, remember that scene where they're all, of course, no one like carpools, right? Everyone's right. got a car. So there's right. that scene where there's like six cars yes. winding up through the hills. Well, we were literally doing that. We get to this place. We come in. We, we walk in. We also have the moment where we walk in. The whole party, like, it was like a who record the, scratch. Who the everyone fuck are looked you over and like, who are these fucking guys? And then immediately went back to the party. <laughs> like, oh, they're just. They're nobody. Yeah, they're yeah. nobodies. <laughs> okay. And then we go and kind of sit at this, you know, stand at this bar to kind of try and be cool and look around. And I look, I go, wow, that's really. You know what this reminds me of? This really reminds me of that house where they did that in Swingers. It's the and some guy house. was like, "Oh yeah, no, so and so's renting it." From I was like, "Oh, are you kidding? We're in the Swingers." House. Yeah. Okay. That movie made there, so, made so, made so much, so much more in college. Oh, yeah. Like that's funny. You move out here and you're like, "Oh no, that's real. Yeah. That's interesting." I was here that year. That that was really. Yeah, I, I had just moved out here, and that's so it hilarious. was like someone made a movie about me and my experience <laughs> <laughs> driving around being a douchebag. Oh, all right, Hayes. Thank you very much. Uh, anything you want to plug? Um, oh, I should have thought about that before you asked me. Uh, yeah, I'm doing... Actually, I'm going to be at Flappers Thursday. Uh, well, this won't be this out This won't for, be out by then, so I will have just done an amazing set of Flappers. Oh, yeah, good. Um, I'm actually... I'm getting back to doing more um, stand-up gigs, so I have... Probably, where have you been going up? If you if you follow me on Twitter, that's probably the easiest thing. Yeah, what's your I'm Twitter? Um, Hayes Hargrove. H-A-Y-E-S. Hargrove. I don't know. Twitter.com slash Hayes Hargrove. Yeah, that, <laughs> thank you. Everyone needs the Twitter.com. All right. Well, dude, thank you for sharing yeah. uh, some, some personal stuff, and we're glad you're back on track and um, really killing it out here. We, we I didn't forward. even talk about my current girlfriend. She'll probably kill me for that. You did. You said you heard your did current I? girlfriend's an actress. Okay. Do you want to mention? Can I, I say her name? How much I love her. And yeah. Can yeah. I say? She's also Snow White. Oh yeah, yeah 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 yeah. She I does, don't know what that means, a, but okay. She does well, voiceover. She's she the does fourth official voice of Snow White in history, or voice. T- I, I know all this only because she says these things that she is the voice match. Like so, ca- she, so she didn't do the movie, but she does all the car- commercials and all the all well, the Ca- Casalatis. What's her name? Uh, I can't think of the actress's name, but whoever did the original Snow White, she is Snow White. She will always be Snow White. They get people to match that voice. Okay. Yeah. So she's the fourth official match wow. of Snow White's voice in history. Yeah. But that other lady's dead, right? Oh, yeah. Long yeah. Dead. Okay. Yeah. She's not still doing Well, Snow stuff. White is the first, you know, that was 1937. <clears throat> and we just watched it the other day because I was like, I'll be honest with you, I haven't seen Snow White in, <laughs> since, since probably 1942. Childhood. Yeah. Right. And it's a really dark film. I actually yeah. encourage you to a see it. A lot of the yeah. early Disney films it's are really extremely dark. dark. Yeah. yeah. First of all, it's beautiful. I mean, the just the. I don't, the cartooning, <laughs> yeah, the drawing, the cartooning, gorgeous, artistry. But, uh, well, they there don't really do that style anymore. No. I don't think, and I, I, I don't know what you call that style, but when I see not it, not computer it, drawn, not computer drawn, yeah, and it's just gorgeous. Well, we got to go to Disney actually not long ago for a little thing, and we got to go to the animation department and see some of the original cells and stuff. Nice. But, uh, oh, that's cool. But uh, she also, and this is funny, uh, uh, voice matches Kristen Wiig from time to time. <laughs> Is that funny or how's is that, that really annoying? Well, that <laughs> uh, it's in my stand-up. Okay. <laughs> Come, see me, stand-up. Come see Hayes do Come stand-up. Come see Hayes do stand-up. We delve deeper into yeah. the therapeutic world 
that he desperately yeah. So needs. in stand up, so you do flappers. What are some other clubs? So people are kind of looking around. Um, what, are they, what are the clubs? Do you, you know, I used you to frequent? do. Well, I want to try and do haha a lot because okay. I live close to that. Uh, does anyone do that anymore? Yeah, it's starting yeah. to. Yeah. Uh, it's starting, it's starting to pick, to pick back up. up. They got again. the new yeah. place. I did a couple really good shows. I really liked, and I thought this is convenient. I really want to do shows. I used to yeah. do West Side a lot when I lived on the West Side. That's, that's right. how you should do it. Um, right? I love that place. Those, the guys that run that are. So the guy, West, they have made West Side Theater one of the greatest places oh, to do stand up. It's Chris Gorbos or Gobos. Yeah. And uh, a couple of his buddies own it now. And, really guys over there. and it's it's such a solid venue for comedy of all kinds. Like they do stand up, they have improv, they have sketch, yeah. they have everything. But that was a shitty little <clears throat> weird place where they. That was, it was, a, con- that it was, was like a, a weird dumb. black box yes, thing that you entered sideways. Yeah. And, and then you, there was just mismatched chairs and a stage that creaked under your feet with no bar. It was awful. It was. It was terrible. awful. It was terrible. But now I just I love. It. I actually I opened for Galifianakis a couple of years ago there. And it was That's just, great. Like the most fun night. And they to get crazy people come in there and do yeah. these little drop ins. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, but so yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to get back out there and do as many shows as I can. Cool. You know, I love stand up. And we Thanks, lo- man. Stand up loves you. Oh, Thanks thank again you. for coming. We look forward to your I next tragedy so we can get you on for episode three. Yeah, episode three of the Hey Star Girl, the Dark Senior Years. Yeah. <laughs> well, who's stoked for Star Wars? Do you two? What, what, what kind who of is Nazi it? is I like, well, I'm, I'm not see- stoked for Star Wars. <laughs> Get fucked. I don't know. The haters are starting to, you're starting to hate. Oh, come They're on. There. Haters going to hate. I read that on a license plate. <laughs> All right. Thanks, man. All right. Be on the bell. Thank you for listening to Hollywood Anonymous. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Hollywood Anani. That is short for Hollywood Anonymous. You can also follow John individually at John Huck and myself, Brian Irwin, at Brian Irwin on Twitter as well. Both of us can be found on Facebook. You can also Google us and contact us directly, HollywoodAnonymousGuys at gmail.com. Thank you again so much for listening, and please don't forget to subscribe. 